0: Before we even get to the place of really loving ourselves and pouring love into ourselves and giving love, um, we have to really come to that place of wanting to, to receive that.
1: You're listening to the Parenting Alchemy podcast, where we help parents raise good human beings in confidence and ease using connection based parenting and self healing techniques. Thank you for being here.
0: So, the topic that we're going to be speaking about today in really uncovering is going to be titled the will for healing and in our previous two episodes we discussed uh, the meaning of love child from the child to the parent perspective and also uh, alongside with the relationships that we have with our partners and uh, in thinking about those uh, episodes um before we even get to the place of really loving ourselves and pouring love into ourselves and giving love, um, we have to really come to that place of wanting to to receive that. And uh, before all that stuff happens, uh, we go through our ups and downs in life. And at some point, um, when things are hitting the fan, um, you ever just be so inclined to wanting to figure out how do I get better, how do I feel better? And uh, I feel like life in general is just a constant flow of just healing, healing and just really just your mind and the way you see things and feel and and interact and just just your overall life. So the topic will be uh, the will for healing. And we're just going to explore just different areas of our lives where, hey, maybe we found this area of healing. And uh, my name is Enos, and uh, I'm really looking forward to exploring this with uh, Giselle.
1: I am also really looking forward to I think as a as I was saying when you first brought up the t- topic it's a really good bridge between part yeah. one and part two and um, I'm excited to dive in as we normally do <laughs> uh, yeah. one, of the, one of the things I noticed um, when you brought up you know the will to the will to heal and being open to that, I remember I commented that it's not always an automatic that you will be like, yes, this is a great opportunity. I want to open all these doors and start healing. It's not always a pretty process uh, when for for at least for me and in conversations with others, because there's things discovered in there that may have been shut down for a little bit uh or gone back into the subconscious so that it wasn't remembered that's right. actually exactly what happened to me when I was operating always from the conscious level and not going into mm. the subconscious and when I realized what was uh what needed to be healed, I almost wanted to close that <laughs> and be like, i want to go easy, back, yeah, I want to go back to the yeah. matrix and not have to do that. Mm. Um, yeah. so it's yeah I'd, I'd love to hear your side in terms mm. of like if for you if it was something that you were just really open about yeah. or if for you it felt like a little bit of hesitation and even what that means like what does it even mean yeah in open to healing
0: no that's that's great um and really i just want to kind of set it to where um, where I'm going to be coming from is really where I placed my focus and attention on for, you know, kind of the patterns that I see throughout the day uh, because me uh, before I even started healing, I was really a serious person. Like I was so serious. Like people look at me and, and they would ask questions it's like, do you not like me or something? I'm like, What what do you mean? <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, they got that feeling from me that I was a very serious person and that translated to my relationships, you know, with my children, with my wife, um, and in a way, I kind of seemed close-minded. And in my eyes at that time before healing, I was close-minded. I didn't I wasn't looking for ways to get better. I was actually relying on the external substances, whether that be if I want to focus, let's say, on my weight because I was very conscious about my weight. I was very conscious of, of how I looked and that in turn, you know I gained so much weight. I didn't know how to control how I, how I ate. Um, so that was just one aspect of my life that really needed healing, but I didn't know how to achieve that. And, and that's really wanted to, to kind of focus on in terms of healing. It's more of just the minds, like the way I see myself, the way I perceive myself, the way I see celebrities, the way I see other people on social media, like that always took a toll against me. And that was just the running script, uh, daily, um, that I wasn't good enough that I didn't look, I'm not strong enough, that I'm not able to support my family in that way of, of being that manly figure, if you will. Um, and that's how I saw it at the time. So for me, with when the healing actually began is when I saw the trends every single day of me looking at my tummy, for example, or me looking at my my arms every single day. And it takes so much of my energy to do that. And I was really not getting anywhere, um, so that's that's when the questions started beginning. It's like, why am I so? Um, why am I filling myself with these ideas that I'm not good enough? That's 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 kind of where I'm at. So that's the transition with the healing process with me. It's when I'm, I'm I'm starting to ask those questions, and you even mentioned so many times that you that that I'm like very self aware of what I think and what I do, and that's really. The reason or how I got to that place is when I really started questioning. Um and I'm curious if you kind of went through the same process or was that really different for you.
1: Mine was actually really different. I mm. um for one thing, two thoughts before I forget them. Yeah, yeah. I um wow, I was thinking about how the social expectations in media, in social media, and TV, and shows, of what the male figure, the masculine figure, is supposed to be, the dad figure, is supposed to be, uh, right. and that that you were looking at that as I don't fit that, you know, right. like that that isn't it, and that's a reality for. I mean, it's a rea- I know I work, you mm-hmm. know, I work primarily more with moms. That's a, a, a big reality for a lot of the moms. So they're comparing themselves to what they're seeing in, in social media, particularly, and right. being disappointed that they don't fit that. But that image isn't even realistic, isn't even real. Mm-hmm, it's an interpretation mm-hmm. of right. some myth that's supposed to be. So, Wow.
0: Right, okay, right.
1: I'm gonna bookmark that because we're gonna okay. do an episode on <laughs> representation of nice. what you know, motherhood and fatherhood, mm. um, it is versus what we're portrayed it to be in our in society. Oof.
0: Let's do that. Because, uh, yeah, that's, that's that another was, rabbit hole.
1: Mm-hmm, that <laughs> was a big one in what propelled kind of the insecurities. It sounds like, yeah. Um, so for me, it was. I was noticing actually, no, I wasn't noticing a friend of mine noticed that I made a, I put a big focus on strength to my kids. Mm. And that was mm. um, not just physical strength. I was a power lifter and I yeah. was, so I was lifting heavy. So myself was a big focus on strength, also mm. just strength in life. And then that mindset apparently of like strength is important not just Mm -hmm. physical, but even inside strength. Mm -hmm. She pointed out, make sure that at your focus of strength, you are not taking away from the focus of vulnerability. That being weak Mm -hmm. is not weak. You know, like that not Mm -hmm. being strong is not uh, a problem either. You know, um, that moments where you don't feel your strength are also okay. And that really started the the rabbit hole for me, because I Mm. started to see, wow, I do do that. And I don't actually, at that time, I I didn't actually show a lot of vulnerability. I don't think my kids saw me in vulnerable stages. They only saw me in strength stages and whether it was in my mind and what I was doing and how I was talking, it it was all about make sure that you are strong inside and out. Um, And I started to see that maybe I was actually showing them that weakness was weak, you know, like Mm -hmm. not being strong Mm -hmm. was not okay without doing it directly, just by my, my focus on strength. And so then I started hmm. to wonder, where was that coming from?
0: Yeah, I was about to ask that question. Yeah, <laughs> so I was the, like, where, where did
1: from? I first get the 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 idea that that strength was really important? And uh, at the time, I thought I knew. I thought it had to do uh, with when I came from Dominican public and I went to New York, and it was. Mm-hmm not new york high rises it was <laughs> new york uh you know uh for lack of better words like ghetto new york and yeah. i didn't speak the language and i was put into a school that only spoke english and i um i didn't understand what everybody was saying and it was not good conditions at home and it wasn't um it wasn't a super safe environment, you know, um, mm. and when you stepped out of the home either. And so I learned at that time, if that is sink or swim, that you have to be strong right. or you're going down, you know, and I, I, yeah, you had to, I had to take that on really early. I thought it was that. Mm. So I was clinging to like, okay, that's, that's where that started. Uh, and so I went to do hypnotherapy and, And through the hypnotherapy, what came out was that my view of the world (laughs) was also that it wasn't safe to be in. And, uh, and, and that opened the door that I did want to close. I'm like, I thought I knew where that was coming from. And now I'm, I'm seeing that that actually was not the root. There was actually more underneath that. And I didn't, I honestly didn't want to keep going. I wanted to shut that and just be like, I was good with what I thought it was. (laughs) I don't want to go further. I really didn't. In fact, I remember saying that to friends when I just stopped going and I said, I want to go back to where I was ignorant. And I just didn't see that I needed to work on myself because I was projecting things on the kids that I didn't need to project. Like I wanted to go back to that because that actually was more appealing to me. Then right. trying to figure out because that was already bad enough the New York thing and it wasn't yeah. it I'm like I don't want to find I out feel- what else there is then mm-hmm. <laughs> um, ah. so I paused for a little bit a, a little bit being a few months <laughs> and then oh, yeah. um, then I finally I finally did become open to going and I went to more hypnotherapy where I was finding you know roots that were going down to. When I was born and, and, and just the things, you know, what my mom's experience was in pregnancy and the fears that I, that she had, she actually had really unsafe, like she felt very unsafe. She was in a bad marriage. There was abuse. She was very unsafe feeling. And that's the conditions that she borned me in. And, um, and that was actually the roots. And then from there, it just kept stacking up. Um, and so I had to keep healing through every single hypnotherapy was it for me. I really, I, I, I just kept healing through every single point that created that level of unsafety and, and that strength was needed to feel safe, um, until, you know, fast forward a few years and, um, and now I can parent with all that awareness to the Mm -hmm. point where I can even talk to some of my kids about it and talk to some of my kids about it and tell them what it did, you know, and affect how I was parenting and, and do some corrective work. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I say a million times over and over and over and over again, that parenting has to start from the inside out because Mm -hmm. honestly, if I had not gone through that, I would have continued in ignorance to raise kids who felt like in front of my mother, I have to always portray strength because she's that strong all the time and strength is important to her. Uh, I would have continued that path if I had not gone through all of that. And who knows what else, you know, who knows what else I was projecting to them while being you know a granola mama at the same time Mm -hmm. meaning like i looked the part right like even someone like me that was teaching classes and looking the part and doing the Mm -hmm. what i thought was the work um i i hadn't actually done the work i hadn't actually gone in and and dug deeper so that i can i can go from the root all the way to where i'm at today so yeah, for me, it was definitely not a, I'm going to jump in and do it opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I did, but yeah. it was definitely a, I wish I didn't know what I know and I wanted to go away. Um, and so it was not a easy door to open for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it, you reflected a whole lot, you know, about my story as well. And I, there's definitely a lot of mirroring in terms of just the word strength, you know, because I played the part too. I played it really well, like throughout my career and throughout uh, even just raising my, my two boys. I always, you know, have this deep voice. I have a certain presence mm. um, and it, I, it, I played the part really well. And yet inside, and even, you know, you can see certain parts of uh, just my body wasn't there completely. And um, the idea of strength, of not looking weak, of, of always just, you know, maybe again, just going back to just survival and, and, and going to those roots of, of, of trying to, to match that, mm-hmm. you know, really played a big t- role. And it's when I look back, you know, it's just years and years of that same idea just rolling through. And imagine if we didn't even peek the door at all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Again, just where would we be? Um, And I just love how you're so aware in the effects that it'll take place of of your children seeing you in that light. That's, that's a, that's such a big recognition of, of your children of, of it's, it's just what I want to present myself and if my kids do see me in that way how would that affect them and and how how far deep down the roots is that gonna go mm-hmm. that's, yeah. that's just yeah that's beautiful
1: it does go down really deep and it's is funny how it all gets stacked up you know because mm. I would I would I would venture to say that your your own part where you realized oh you know i'm not meeting a certain expectation and i want to and you're having that didn't start from that point you know that there's there's most likely another point and various points where that was playing out and Mm. uh here's an example of how far (laughs) it can play out because you know the research does show generational trauma is in Mm -hmm, dna mm -hmm. right Mm so when my mom, you know, my mom's here from Dominican public, and we've had some really deep discussions, uh, I learned something I didn't know before. You know, I, um, I always saw my mom as also being, a a very strong woman growing mm. up, um, to the point where it was really hard to, for others to really get in, you know, to actually penetrate that wall that she had. I, I know that I saw that right. early. I saw that as a kid. I remember like, feeling that while admiring her at the same time. Ooh, so yeah, I like what that. I learned is that all that time she was actually really afraid and ah. her strength was actually her, her wall of, prote- it was literally a wall of protection because she was just afraid of everybody. And ah. it had to do with her childhood trauma. And, and, mm. you know, and we talked about her, her own mother who caused a lot of trauma for her, Probably also had her own trauma and we kind of just were going back, yeah. you know, and yeah. some of the stuff was new to her, you know, because again, like her generation sure didn't talk about this stuff. <laughs> right, right, right. And right. so, you know, we had discussions where she was like, Wow, I didn't, you know, like I didn't even know that. And I was saying the same thing. I'm like, Well, I didn't even know that about you, like I didn't know mm. that you were afraid all those years. And Mm. and then she you know and she was afraid from before she even had us you know as her kids, Mm. so it's it goes back. I mean, I don't think every parent needs to go. Like I often wonder, like, is it necessary to Mm. go back, 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 back to be able to heal? Like, is that actually necessary, or Mm. is the desire to reach your best self without having to dig all the bones out mm-hmm. possible I don't know I actually don't know Oof, the, the answer that's
0: that's that. a great that's a great question because yeah because I personally feel right that now as I'm experiencing more and more of my relationship with my parents you know the, as they get older and I'm, I'm asking you know these questions you know, in terms of their childhood and I'm feeling that just uh relationships with our parents is so actually really important with healing um and, and asking those questions because growing up as a ch- as a child you know I, again you reflected my story completely as a um my dad kind of showed the same way in terms of his strength in terms of his demeanor um, and y- him being the eldest you know boy and 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 his uh you know amongst his brother and sisters so he had to carry that role of being that you know person that everyone kind of looked up to and that's what I did as a child I looked up to him. And I haven't asked him the questions yet, but now I think about it, I'm sure he kind of felt similar, uh, similarly to to your mom in terms of, man, I'm carrying all this weight Mm -hmm. on my shoulders. Um, I Mm haven't talked to him about his relationship with his dad. It was just a different time, Mm -hmm. you know, growing back on, on a small little island called Tinian. Uh, in, in that area during World War II, you know, we were occupied by the Japanese, mm-hmm. you know, and it was a, a, a brutal time. And I can't, you know, I can't fully understand what happened and what everyone experienced at that time. But um, I'm sure a lot of that has transferred over um, in some ways to, to families. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I haven't asked a whole bunch of questions about, um, I re- now that desire is in me to find that out. In, in hopes to help other people heal as well and make that recognition. Um so yeah, the question is out there, is that is that gonna be really helpful individually or, or even on the collective side of things, right? <laughs> Especially coming you know, from smaller parts of the world uh, where the relationships with family is, is really important. But oftentimes we don't talk about the the bones that are being uh you know buried uh, right underneath our feet. Um, Mm -hmm. and I find that, you know, very, uh, very interesting and empowering.
1: Yeah. I can only, I can only speak to myself and my experience and for myself, I need, I know I needed to go because again, I thought it was something else. And so I was, Mm -hmm. I was operating from just that level and maybe it would have been okay. Like maybe I would have been, like, all right, you know, I need to focus more on vulnerability. And then I mm-hmm. would have focused more on vulnerability, you know, and that would have been my step. All right. um, but when I went farther and further, further, I felt like I had a much bigger picture
0: mm. of
1: who I was, the decisions uh, I, I made throughout my oh life, my why I made them was so crystal clear. You know, yeah. it was like, oh, that's why I made that decision and that
0: decision mm.
1: and that decision. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like it really, really made sense of my entire life. Wow, uh, I did not get that clarity before. And right. that has come into play um in how i have discussions with my kids so now they're able instead of me with my mom at 75 years old trying to learn all these things from her i'm having these right. discussions with my teenagers now mm-hmm, and we're mm-hmm. and i'm talking about you know, this is what I experienced to the level that's appropriate for them, obviously. Right. 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 This
0: is yeah, what I yeah.
1: experienced and this is what I want to do differently. This is what I, I want you to not experience that. And I, I've, I do this and that because of this reason. Um, and I think mm. it gives them vocabulary for one thing, you know, to realize mm. my mother is working on parenting different and healing so that I then take that and I'm able to go from that step and go to where I need to be in my life without having to backtrack all the way back down. Um, And so I feel like for at least for the level of understanding for my kids, it was worth it. And also the other things that came up because it wasn't just strength and it wasn't just fears. There were other things that came up that again, if I had stopped at what I thought it was, and operated from that, I would not have had that. So for me, I absolutely needed to open all the doors, dig all the bones. Um, And it wasn't the prettiest process, but it was definitely, uh, for me personally, it was definitely, I just can't imagine being the mother I am today if I had not done that.
0: I was about to say like let's let's put ourselves in the position like let's say we did not open those doors is, is there any way for you to imagine yourself because <laughs> I can imagine myself I would be probably at 270 pounds um you know on, on the brink of uh, having a heart attack mm. uh, stressed out on my mind um uh, I wouldn't be taking any walks I would not be concerned with uh, with any exercise um and I would constantly be angry just angry. Yeah. Um, and that's what, that's just the first thing that came to my mind. Um, how do you think uh, you, your life would kind of play out?
1: I would probably still just be focusing on teaching people, parenting tools and skills mm-hmm. um, without, without ever really talking about inner work. Um, and there's plenty of parenting tools and skills to the point where um no one needs to hear more parenting tools and skills from me. Uh, like, you know, like, there are plenty of resources about that, but that will only get you so far. So everything right, I was doing right. before was just surface level. And I mm. do believe that learning just the parenting tools, and this is what you do when the kid has a tantrum. This is what you do when right, he yells right, at you. Right, those are all right. surface level things.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, those are all surface level things. Like if you don't, if you don't get past that and actually go into yourself, then mm-hmm. even the surface level things don't, don't always work or you're not having the right. parenting that you're wanting to have. And you don't know why, cause you're trying everything, you know? Right. So, um, so that's probably where I would have been. Cause that's where I was now yeah, is yeah, is right. reversed. Now I talk mm-hmm. way more about inner work. Then that I stand. do. Yeah, then I do about what to do when your kid has a tantrum.
0: <laughs> oh boy. That 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 is that's beautiful. And you know, I just I can imagine the the ripple effects of all of this with our kids. And again, I mean, we talked about it already. It's just like, just making this uh, really a new world for them to to explore and have fun and, and be playful. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in this day and age where, you know, the, the, the appearance of uh, everything is going downhill, right? Mm-hmm. So how do we balance that? And, and I'm just really thankful. I'm really thankful that we're both here um, in this day and age where uh, our help really is needed and our voices to really speak on that and, and, and do the, do the work. Um, It's, it's uh, really, really needed. So again, so, so thankful.
1: And likewise, and I always, you know, I always wonder one of the things that, um, that people like us who have, who like are deep in the self-awareness work and we know Mm -hmm. the value of what that is now imagine yourself before, like before that first step that you took, Mm -hmm. Or myself before my friend pointed that out. If right. someone had said, Oh, you don't understand, like you need to do this deep level inner work in your parenting in life, I would have been like, What the? Oh, that's so okay. no way, dog. Like, just yeah, yeah like, get your spirituality thing and just like, Oh
0: that boy, okay? <laughs> tell
1: me what to do about my kid who's misbehaving, you know? Like, so I always struggle with how to bridge that gap. You know, like how to use the wording that Mm because I'm using the wording of already been being there. Right. And and I always struggle with how to use the wording of that I would have listened to uh, Mm -hmm. at that moment that I didn't know that I actually needed to do parenting from the inside out.
0: Right. Right. And because I feel like we were just kind of so plugged into the world at the time, you know, that we're going through these things as well, because I can imagine my activities and and what I focused on uh, back in those days, you know, was more related to sports, you know, just the daily life and grind, um, you know, figuring out, you know, the next steps uh, in terms of the material world. Mm -hmm. Right. And it was never really focused on the inner world. Um, So it's, 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 it's interesting when I'm really trying to visualize my relationship to the world. If I were to come from that place of being, you know, healed in a sense of wanting to heal versus not wanting to heal at all and not wanting to receive any of that guidance, um, I would still be focusing on the computer screen or wanting to play video games and not focus on our relationships because everything that i have now is a relationship mm-hmm. even this water that i have is a relationship even the way you know i enter my house that's a relationship that i have mm-hmm. with my house you know what i'm saying it's like the relationships have now come the priority in my life because i've done that in a work And, you know, it's even I always like I've been thinking about it more recently is like even if I like right now I'm recording and it's like 715 at night at my my family's home, you know, and in my eyes previously before healing, I would think of it as a bad thing Mm -hmm. that I'm wasting time. But now when I think of it, it's like, sure, I'm taking time to do this. But when I'm with you, it's a different story because I'm with you. Mm -hmm. You know, I can always make up for that because I understand myself fully and truly. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just a different vibe every single time. Mm.
1: And so much intention into it and so much recognizing your needs, you know, whereas before that wasn't a priority for you. And now Mm -hmm. it's like, wait, I also have Mm -hmm. needs. I also matter. I also have desires and then acting on those.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. Once the priorities have shifted, you know, things that I thought were to be important to me at time, you know, whether that be sports or you know just my focus and attention, those things are slowly being not so dropped off, but just kind of you know that's it's it's on going down on the list. Mm -hmm. And the more I see that happening, the more at least I can internalize this is something that I really want to pursue, in terms of what feels good to me, whether that be hiking whether that be, you know, in the backyard barbecuing, you know, small little nuances that make me feel good, you know, it helps me to gain more, even more clarity of what um, actually makes me feel good on a daily basis. And it goes down to my health, to my food, um, to what I watch, to the music that I listen to, you know, because I know the words, you know, they have a huge effect on me. If if I'm listening to the F-bomb every single day for every five seconds, I understand that's going to affect me in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, just everything is just slowly shifting because of that recognition of me um, needing to heal.
1: What a beautiful day to, or what a beautiful way to flow through your day, too.
0: Mm, mm, the flow is so different. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, eye contact now has been a big thing for me, too. It's like when I'm seeing my coworkers, I will look them in the eye for seconds at a time and they we, we get that connection and even if they <clears throat> were to say the same sentence you know or talk talk about the same topic over and over um i can receive that in a way that is not bothersome you know i can be fully there with them and just talk to them in a way that makes them feel good too so um, that flow like you said is is, is really prevalent and it's just extending, constantly extending out, <clears throat> and I'm receiving the goodness of it as well because that in turn allows um, you know people to see me in a different light and want to help me in a different way. And you know I'm not embarrassed or ashamed to say yes. You know yes, I give to you, and you give to me in whatever way you want to do that. And that has uh, really been extending to slowly extending to uh, more personal relationships.
1: I love that. So, okay, for you, I'm going to say that it's a yes, you needed to actually go Oh yeah. deeper.
0: <laughs> <I've>, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't I've think any to. of
1: that would have come out if it had been yeah. like, oh, I just need to get healthy to get healthy.
0: Right, right. Like, again, it's just surface level ideas. And yeah, I've worked with uh, some coaches out there and I've been, I wasn't ashamed to ask for help. Um, And and that's really just because I understood that I needed to help. And it's, it's really, (laughs) yeah. And, and just them, you know, spitting back to me, the ideas or thoughts, or maybe I was blinded um, in, in some way and I couldn't see a certain situation in one way. Um, has been really has allowed me to see from different angles more and more because I can take on their perspective, you know, like even your perspective as a parent and your perspective on strengths and your wanting your your need to at the time just just to make that a priority, you know. I can mm-hmm. see that for myself now and how that's played out, you know. So I can take on the lens of different people and you know, on and off, on and off, and just evaluate it and see um, how that has affected affected me honestly, openly about it. And it's just another level of healing, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm still healing. Like I'm healed in a sense, but I'm healing all the time because oh, I don't ever know the conversations that come into play and bring some memory, whether that be two years old, 18, 19, 31, you know, I'm 31. I was going to say 33, but I'm not that old yet. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, <laughs> I have to throw it out there. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just, just the conversations, man, they're so different.
1: Yeah. And you know, it's funny because I, as I'm listening to you talking, I wonder what was the beginning step for someone who's curious. Mm -hmm. Someone's like, Oh, okay. You know, I keep hearing about the self-awareness and conscious parenting to me is self-awareness parenting. I think that's what's different about positive parenting and conscious parenting. I I've tried this in the past, um, which is asking the parent to just question all their BS, like just question everything that comes, mm-hmm. out of question yeah, everything yeah. that comes out of their mind, um, and just ask themselves, is that is that real? Is that true? Mm-hmm. Like, where does mm-hmm. that really come from? But even that, yeah. though, you have to be willing to question yourself, like you have to Again, be willing um, yeah, to the door's
0: kind of close in a sense. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you have to be you, willing you, to, uh, yeah. you have to be willing to accept, you might not be right. And there might be yeah. another reason why what feels really right to you about your decision making process is not, you know, yeah. or, or what feels really right about your expectation for your child is actually based on something else. Like you have to be willing to not be right. I think is yeah. you're going to be able to question yourself to be able to question your BS. You have to be willing to realize there is some BS in there. <laughs> and <laughs> and by BS, I mean, you know, there's some, there's just walls, you know, and masks mm-hmm. and, that are blocking the actual reasons why you're doing what you're doing.
0: Yeah. And it's that's I don't want to say it this way, but I think that's just kind of the beautiful thing about life is, you know, while the door is still kind of closing away, like some people, in some ways, are kind of meant to go through what they're going through right right now in this moment, um, and just to just to go through it, just to experience life in a way that in, in a way it's a game. You know, you're always kind of trying to work through your levels and. Until you're actually you have the skills or you know whatever power level you are at the time, you know, and, you know, trying to relate it to a game mindset, um you're not ready until you're fully equipped in some ways or you've yeah. gone through all the bosses a twenty thousand different times. But you're, you're trying to figure out why can I be this one boss? Like, do I have to change something about myself? Question my BS. Mm-hmm. You know, question maybe am I if the right person this time? Like, is this relationship so toxic to where um, I need to leave? You know, it's just like. Mm-hmm how often do you run into situations daily and are you willing to play that out? Um, you know, or when are you ever willing to heal Mm -hmm. or being open to that idea? Um, yeah, there, there's really no solid answer.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It has to also, I think, go along with that self-love, you know, um, Mm -hmm where you know we did that podcast the previous podcast to this is about self-love so if anyone hasn't listened to that you'll want to listen to that but it's it's it will require some it'll require some self-love to be able to say i need to i need to do the inner work because i deserve it because i matter because i'm important Mm -hmm. um and, knock and, down the walls that first, uh, yeah knock down the walls because yeah. it matters. Thank you for listening to this episode. I would love to hear your feedback and your thoughts. Reach out anytime you like by visiting the parentingalchemy.com. Be well.